This is Hello Boss Girl with Carrie Ramsey on 91X. Each week, explore big ideas from Boss Girl startups in the Quinty region through conversations with female founders. Hi, this is Carrie Ramsey, and I hope you're in the mood for a little time travel today because my guest in the studio is none other than Mrs. Reese of Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor in Belleville. Mrs. Reese, also known as Michelle, has created a business idea so unique that it has single-handedly revived a love of seamed stockings and victory rolls right across the Bay of Quinty area. Michelle spent many years in the hair and makeup industry before deciding she wanted to do something different. And that meant bringing back the romance of the 1940s and 50s with a true beauty parlor, a place where women could swap stories and style hair, sip tea and snack on cake, all while surrounded by vintage music, decor, and memorabilia. What began as a business has now become a lifestyle, including vintage-inspired parties, fashion shows, makeovers, oh, and a roller derby just for women. More on that later, though. Here with us in the studio now, with her hair just out of hot rollers, is Mrs. Reese herself to tell us more about Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. So tell us, because we're dying to know, where did the inspiration come from for Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor? We love this concept. It's an excellent question. I've been asked it many times. Um, I've always liked this time period, um, right through from actually the 20s, right through to the 60s, um, even the 70s. Some of that stuff is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, But actually, I was turning 50. And I decided that if I didn't follow my dream and actually pursue what I had always dreamed about, which was this vintage beauty parlor, it probably wouldn't happen. And uh, then I saw a documentary. It came across my Facebook feed, and it was called Mabel. And it's about a lady who lives in Hubbards, Nova Scotia. She's in her 80s. Her clients are in their 90s or dying. And she got her hair license in the 1920s. Well, after seeing this, and she's still doing hair in her basement with all her vintage things and her little chairs and all this, I um, had my husband come up and watch this documentary with me and said, I think it's time that we actually go for it and try this. What do you think? And he said, absolutely, 100%. That's awesome. Isn't it amazing? Those little triggers that make us think, okay, the time is now. Because really, you had all that preparation, you knew what you were doing. But it it is a bit scary to launch out on your own. So when did you begin the business? So I began the business in June of 2017. And so At the back of your mind, as you're working for other people in other salons, are you thinking, one day I'd like to work for myself? That's sort of something that's a goal for me. Um, Back in the day, when I first started, I've done a lot of things in hair, and um, I was kind of maybe toyed with it at one time. A girlfriend and I had kind of discussed it, thought we might have a place, um, but it never ended up coming to fruition. So a guy that I worked for in Toronto was actually really inspiring to me. He owns a salon on the Danforth called Tallow's Haircutting Methods. And actually, when I look at my parlor now, I see a lot of things that I picked up from his his place. Um, but then I got into going into the movies, I got into makeup and things like that. And so the hair career actually offers you a lot of different fields. It's just when you start aging, like myself, I'm in my 50s, um, you only have so many 
avenues maybe that you want to pursue. And this was one of, like I said, my dreams. So I really wanted to actually go out on my own. I don't know if it was something that I really was passionate about when I was young, but it became that as I was getting older. And the time was right. Yeah, exactly. So for someone who isn't familiar with your business, what types of products and services do you provide? Okay, that's a great question. So um, the products and services that I provide go right across the board. So this is why I didn't call myself a salon. I am am a a beauty parlor, like back in the day. So you can have everything done from hair, makeup, modern styles. I'm a a technical advisor for a color company. I'm a Red Seal certified stylist. So I can do everything from modern to vintage, but I'm also a photographer. My dad was a photographer for the Air Force. So I've been around cameras my whole life. So we were able to incorporate that. Then I was a teacher for 17 years teaching hair and makeup. And so I've also incorporated the teaching aspect by having workshops and things like that. So um, everything that I use in the parlor is green, good for you, good for the planet. And um, everything I wanted it to also be okay for women um, that are going through cancer treatments or anything like that, because it seems like so many of us unfortunately are. And I used to volunteer for the Look Good Feel Better program. So everything that I have in my parlor as best that I can has nothing bad in it. So it's all good for you. That's really inspiring. And I think that there may be ways that any of us can think about those those ways of approaching business as well. What's good for you? What's good for the environment? What's good for the community? Right. And I know that you also are involved in a lot of different events as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Some of, Most of them, I believe, are vintage style events. Um, yep, I've started a few. So you mentioned um, one earlier, which is the roller derby. So we sponsored uh, the Belleville Bombshells. And we've done um, photo shoots and um, calendars for them. But I've also started my own things. And that is the um, Miss Cherry Pie Pinup Contest. I'll talk about something a little bit later in the show. That's a surprise coming up. Um, But all these things that I do, including workshops for women learning how to do um, makeup and hair, be it vintage or modern, I do a a 50 and older it's called the golden girls makeup class so it teaches you how to do your makeup after your you know past 50 it changes um, our skin changes so um, everything that I try and do yes incorporates the vintage kind of aspect and especially in the sense that nowadays in salons I feel like we are really rushing in and out there's lots of people you have several people working on you at a time at in the olden days it used to be just you and that stylist and you were there for the entire time with that stylist and you had 100% of the stylist attention so that's what I do I don't take clients in between clients or anything it's just me and you we get to chat and enjoy each other's company and I hear the most wonderful stories from my clients and telling me all about their parents and what it was really like back in the day and through the war and it's it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful experience. 
And you hear about people talking about going to beauty parlors as therapy. And we heard that from our mothers and grandmothers. And you're right. I wonder if that element hasn't been lost in the rush mm-hmm. of, you know, making quotas and, and so much going on. So that's a really interesting take that you're, you're doing in your business. I think it's absolutely amazing. So speaking of roller derbies, which you did bring up just a couple of minutes ago, we're going to roll right into some vintage music right now to get your toes tapping and your wheels moving. This is just a fun throwback by Manfred Mann called Do A Diddy, and you're listening to it here on 91X. There she was, just walking down the street singing Do A She looked fine, and I nearly lost my mind Before I knew it, she was walking next to me singing Holding my hand just as natural as can be singing We walked on to my door We walked on to my door Then we kissed a little more was Do A Diddy by Manfred Mann on 91X. And joining me here in the studio today is Michelle Reese of Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor in Belleville. Michelle, are there a lot of women who run vintage beauty parlors in Canada that you know of? Is this something that now that you've started, you've you've come across a community of women? Or, you know, is this something that is absolutely unique to Belleville? Actually, I um, have been looking around, um, and I am kind of unique to Canada all around. There are a couple. I have met a girl. Her name is Kelly O'Leary, and she owns the Sapphire Hair Lounge, and it's actually out of Winnipeg, so that's kind of cool for you. My hometown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and But mostly, I would say, uh, the things that I've looked up online, when I was very first starting um, to consider this as an option, whether or not it was viable or not. I obviously did a lot of research and most of the salons that are 
kind of in this realm are all in the UK, um, maybe a couple in the United States. And I have found mostly if it's something to do with this era, it's usually more just a photography studio. So more pinup pictures and things like that, which we do also. But I haven't seen anything that really incorporates all of it, like uh, like um, Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor. It's more just individual things and mostly out of the UK. So you really are one of a kind, certainly in this area. <laughs> so that is something to be very proud of, I would say. <laughs> So what advice do you have maybe for someone listening right now that they've got a unique business idea and they're looking to open their own business? Any words of advice for someone who's listening right now? If I could give some advice to somebody who's just thinking about starting a business, um, the biggest advice I would give is that you're always working. Mrs. Reese is a persona, So yeah, at home, I'm more loungy and I'm not all done up. I'm sitting here in the radio studio. My hair is all done and my makeup's all done and I've got my flower in my hair. And (laughs) can you picture me? (laughs) But really, it's really, really important that you realize that owning your own business doesn't mean you're going to have all the free time in the world. It's actually the opposite. I am always working. I'm always trying to think of the new greatest thing. And, you know, I'm always researching. I don't win things. I'm not a winger. I've got all my notes and everything. And I'm always trying to be on top of what the next thing is. So I think I would say follow your dreams. Don't be afraid to take the leap. Um, If you hold back, you'll never really see if you can fly. It's worth trying, but just know that it's going to be a lot of work. So be Absolutely. ready. It's true. And I have heard, I was speaking with someone last week who was saying, you know what, I don't really like working for other people. I don't like getting along with people. I think I'll start my own business. Mm. And I had to have a chuckle because I thought, I don't know if there is any business out there really where you can't interact with people. Exactly. So we're in the people business pretty much wherever we go, even online, even digitally. And I thought that you've started to use social media as well to uh, promote your business. And you're on Facebook and you basically are a very visual medium, the product that you're selling, the hairstyles. Uh, Where can people find you online? So I have pretty much everything going. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, I'm on all the social media pages. And I can honestly say if you are starting going back to your last question, if you're starting a business right now, you're kind of in a really great position. Because um, back in the day, you know, you had to take out a lot of newspaper ads, and you had to do a lot of groundwork that costs money. Nowadays, the social media pages are really helping businesses like myself that are fairly new to advertise at a very low cost. And because everybody's sharing, it helps the word to spread really, really quickly. That's a huge Um, asset of social media for sure. What about when you started out in your business? What was the best advice that you received about running your business? Did you, you know, consult anyone or pick up advice, whether it was through conversations or reading anything? I did do a lot of research. Um, My mother-in-law is Linda Reese, and she owned a business in town here for over 20 years. She owned Brujays, which was a wine and beer making place. And she has been my rock 
through this whole thing. She's helped guide me through everything. She's just brilliant at business and has helped me to sort of strategize things and all that. I also have a lot of women in my realm that are also business owners, maybe not salon owners, and some of them are, that we, yes, we absolutely, we hash things out, we talk about new ideas and things, especially all my pinup girls. They all, they, you know what? And I'll tell you, the youngest of my clients that are like 10 years old come up with the most fabulous magical ideas that I should do you know went to see Mary Poppins with one of them the other day and she leaned over to me quietly and she said Mrs. Reese and I said yeah are you okay she goes yeah she says I'm okay she said but you know what I think and I go what's that she says I think you should have a Mary Poppins tea oh what fun (laughs) What fun. So I hope we're going to find out very soon on your social media where that is planned. Yeah, look because forward to that. that would be absolutely fabulous. And I, you're right, there's, there's this revitalized interest, even amongst the young people, in things like Mary Poppins and things that, you know, everything is, everything that was old is new again and rediscovering that. And I think that's a prime opportunity for a business like yours, really to say, hey, come on in. You don't have to be a woman of a certain age. You can be, a, you know, really Any anyone. Age. Anyone. Isn't that great? So here's something I'm curious about. You're a really interesting gal. So I think you'll have some interesting answers to this question. You hold a lot of fun events, but if you were to hold a dinner party and invite a few gals from back in, like you say, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, who would you invite and why? So my number one person that I would really like to invite to my dinner party is Mary Pickford. She was... A silent film star. She was actually known as America's Sweetheart, even though she's Canadian. And she was the founder of so many different things. Um, she had the Academy of Motion Pictures. The Canadian. She was a Canadian pioneer in early Hollywood. I think she would just be fabulous to sit down and talk to. And as you know, with my parlor, I really hate to sort of s- divide my time with other people. So I'd probably sit with her alone. <laughs> But if I had to have a dinner party and I had to have more people there, I would definitely have Doris Day. I would love to sing with her. She's so great. And I would definitely have Dolly Parton. And I know she's a little bit on the later era, but she's very, very smart. She's got amazing business ideas and things. So I would really like to talk to her. A remarkable boss girl, for sure. Absolutely. That sounds like a dinner party I would like to attend. So if that ever works out, you let me know. (laughs) So if you were to sum up your business in a single word, and I know this is a tough question, a single word, what would that be? My word would be love. And why is that? My word would be love because I, not only do I love my clients, and I genuinely love my clients, I get really close to them, I've heard all about their families, and we share really intimate stories, Um, but I love what I do. It's my passion. I have been doing hair for over 30 years, and there's nothing about what I do that I don't enjoy. Nothing. So it's definitely love, and I love women. I think women need to feel more empowered. My business is only deals with women. I don't do men's hair except for one person, which I won't share right now, but... (laughs) um, I, I really think that love encompasses everything that I feel about my place. 
And I'm sure your clients feel that. And when you pass by or you step in, that is very apparent. You inspire a lot of people. Is there a song maybe that inspires you that we could play for our audience right now? Yes, absolutely. It would be Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Fantastic song. There's no stopping us right now from playing this classic Queen hit. This is Don't Stop Me Now on 91X. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. singing Don't Stop Me Now on 91X. And we're here in the studio with one unstoppable boss girl, Michelle Reese of Mrs. Reese's Vintage Beauty Parlor. Michelle, what's next for your business? What can we look forward to in the coming months? 
I have something really exciting coming up. I think it's exciting. It's sort of groundbreaking, especially here in Belleville. As you know, I do the Miss Cherry Pie Pinup Contest. We raise money for Garrett Fest, which is the Garrett Mills Memorial Scholarship Award. Um, and that's the little boy that passed away in Napanee a couple years ago. So everything that I do, I raise money for this thing. And I thought, what can we do that's something really different? So we are starting the Miss Macabre. It is going to be held at the Quinty Horror Expo, who is it's run by Gord Wilson. Um, it'll probably be October the 12th or the 19th coming up this year. And you get to choose whether or not you want to be a zombie pinup or a sugar skull pinup. I can't even imagine what that would look like. In your mind, though, I can see that you're already visualizing it. <laughs> see that all planned. And isn't that a great cause? It's as a well. wonderful cause. So what types of women do you think are going to be attracted to this? Who are you looking for to get in? I think it's going to be uh, maybe some of the girls that are actually in the Miss Cherry Pie pinup contest will venture out. But I think this is going to kind of open the doors to a lot of those younger girls maybe that are dabbling in makeup that really like this more rockabilly kind of feel to everything, which again is also a more harder edged, you know, throwback in, in that kind of a style. Isn't that exciting? And so we're going to see this event coming up. Anything else coming up over the summer months that uh, we should watch for? I do. I am going to be celebrating the end of our second year, and we're doing our anniversary party um, at the... Mustang Drive-In Theater. So we're going to get as many people together with old cars, dress up in your pinup outfits or not, and join us there. We're going to have a picnic and just celebrate. And I have no idea what movie's going to play. I don't care. Isn't so it'll that be fun. fun? <laughs> Isn't that fun? I think the word that I could think of, another word for you would be just fun. Everything it, it sounds about your business is fun and exciting. And I, I have a feeling it's far from over yet. Thank There's you. many more ideas yet to come. I also understand that you do birthday parties and bachelorette parties. So if someone's listening today and is interested in that, what is that all about? So um, I'm not really a fan myself of doing bridal hair or things like that. I try and stay away from the wedding part of it. I love doing the engagement part of it and things like that because like, you say, I'm fun. (laughs) So I find weddings super stressful. But um, I do like doing parties. So I like hosting things. I've done Downton Abbey theme parties. I've had the Red Hat ladies come in and done like a 50s theme tea for them. Things like that. We can do things that are just pamper parties where you bring in all your friends and I teach you how to actually do each other's hair and makeup and things like that. So yeah, I like hosting parties and I can customize them to whatever the person's event is and we will make it really special for you. that's for all ages, I imagine. Absolutely. Isn't that fun? That sounds like a, a great way to spend a birthday or a bachelorette party for sure. So just as we wrap up today, Michelle, uh, is there a vintage quote that you'd like to leave with us for someone who might be out there listening, looking for a little inspiration today? Absolutely. So Judy Garland once said, be a first-rate vision of yourself instead of a second-rate vision of someone else. And I think really, if you look at me, it's very um, encompassing that I, I know that a lot of people look at me and they think, wow, 
really weird, right? But I, I really, this is who I am. This is how I, I feel. So I think if you can actually just try and embrace that, it'll take you to wonderful, great places. That's a beautiful quote from a beautiful film star. And, uh, and thank you so much for gracing us with your beauty and your beautiful vision in the studio today, Michelle. We're really glad that you could come in. Thank you so much for having me. So just to say thank you as well, we'd like to give you a little gift bag courtesy of the Bay of Quinty Regional Marketing Board and a small business center here at Loyalist College. I'd also like to give a shout out to our producer, Kathleen Rankin. She's not old folks, she's vintage. And thanks also to our listeners for taking the time to listen in today. We hope you'll join us again soon for Hello Boss Girl on 91X. For more big ideas from Boss Girl startups, follow Hello Boss Girl on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And hear more conversations with female founders and boss girls from the Quinty region each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.